0: Welcome to Small Talk, a podcast of Connect Church, where we discuss practical ways to lead your small group and small group ministry.
1: Hey everyone, this is your host, Pastor Justin, back again with the Small Talk podcast. Joining me this week is our co-host... Worship pastor of Connect Church, Zach Bennett. Excited to be here again. Again. It's going to be a
0: good episode. And back a week off. telling you, I grew a lot. You did grow up. Oh, I just you came back emotionally, looking. spiritually strong. I'm just a new man. Wow. Ready to ready to teach some people some. Ready to learn y'all some something. Learn y'all some, some awesome
1: things. you you've been learn something in life. <laughs> I've learned a few things, man. We're so we're so glad to be back with you guys. We were uh, off last week, not not because we were on vacation. Just it was it was one of those weeks where a lot of things backed up into one week and a lot of moving pieces. And um, we actually originally had planned to do the podcast, but just just decided to push it back to this week to get back diving into the three S's, which is where we are now. And if you don't know me, my name is Pastor Justin. I'm the small groups and student ministry. Pastor here at Connect Church in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Of course, Pastor Zach, our worship pastor, who's with us as well. And we just ended our People series and are diving now into the three S's. And basically what we mean by the three S's those are three things we've identified and that we ask every small group leader to do here at Connect Church because we believe those things are things that every successful leader does. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do everything. You don't have to be the best at everything. But if you'll do these three things, you will be successful. That's basically our promise. And so we want to dive into what those things are, how they look in our group's um, what we've learned from them, maybe some things we can pass on to you all as well. And so we're we're excited to get um, involved in that. So, hey, before we get rolling, um, how you been? I've uh, been pretty good. Uh, just
0: still house hunting, looking oh, for a place right. to live. Uh, been in a lot of homes the past week or two. So I saw a funny post on Facebook about the real estate in Sevier County. And uh, they all say the same
1: thing. It's like, oh, a ten
0: minute drive from Sevierville. <laughs> it's,
1: it's like all the same stuff. Yeah, and our but, market here's gone crazy too. Oh, it's yeah. It's picked I mean, up this past couple of years,
0: it's just they're all the same. Everything is really high right now in the market, so it's a challenge to find somewhere to live. But uh, but um, but yeah. yeah so it, but we're still we're still searching and and found some potential places yeah. that we're pretty excited about.
1: So. Yeah. And you, you, we've all been home for a little bit over a year now. Mm-hmm. So we, we moved back to help plant this church. And so Pastor Zach's looking for a house. We just went under contract on one. so Congratulations. Yeah. yes yeah. so, clap. clap. <laughs> golf clap. Now I'll be praying for us all as we close these things out. Just get our families established here back in our home again. Pretty exciting season for us to be in. So and the first of the three S's is study. Mm-hmm. Study. That's our topic today, and I know when I say that, don't don't turn off the podcast because you think, all right, I'm not listening to two guys talk about studying as a leader. All right, that doesn't okay, boring episode very today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Study. Boo. You know. Uh, but, it's, but it's incredibly important. I think you'll find some value in it. We're even going to share some things at the end, or one thing specifically, that I think you'll be able to implement in, in your daily life and certainly weekly study time for your groups. But basically, we believe every successful group leader finds time every week or every two weeks before their group, whenever they meet, to find time to study. And here's what I mean by study. Let me let me change the definition because I think when most people think about studying, what they assume is I need to spend three or four hours diving in as deep as possible to the word of God, getting as much meat as I can so that my group gets here, I can hit them like I'm, like getting hit in the face with a fire hydrant kind mm. of thing, you know, yeah. like just just them just with information and knowledge and let them take it in and see what grabs. Well, that's not necessarily what I mean. Not that, Long study sessions are bad or discouraged, they're wonderful. Yeah. And if that's who you are as a leader, if that's who you are as a person your life, allows that, we we encourage that. And we have some group leaders here who put a, a great amount of time into their study and preparation. You know, uh,
0: to say something to that, if I think you said if you're that type of leader, or you're that type of. I feel like the studying people, they are a. It's like that's who they are. Right. Like there's not much in between typically. It's like. People who love to dig into the, like to study, they study and they study and they, st- and then you have those people who are like, yeah, I'll get to it. You yeah. know, and 20 minutes before, I'll figure something out.
1: Yeah, it's the difference <laughs> you know? in, like, it's a free spirit versus yeah. type A. Yeah, yeah. You know, basically, and, and not that either one has to per- always identify with one of those, but it's the same type of comparison, and and it is true. And, and if that's who you are, that's great. Yeah. One thing I tell our leaders, though, is because I have leaders all the time come up to me and basically <laughs> say, I'm a, I don't feel like God's called me to lead a group because I um, I, I don't teach. I've never taught before. I'm scared to speak in front of people. I don't know what to study. I'm not smart enough. I don't, yeah. I don't have enough Bible knowledge to sort of be a leader. And I try to dispel that as quick as I can in people, because when we talk about studying, here's what we mean. We mean doing whatever's necessary to be prepared for your group. Yeah. And the way that I define that for our leaders, at a minimum, that is knowing where you're starting and where you're trying to go. Yep. It's knowing this is the beginning, this is what we're doing this week in group, this is this is where this is where we are, this is how I'm gonna engage them when they come in, and this is my intention of where we're gonna to try to go tonight in group. And that may take you fifteen minutes, that may take you forty five minutes, that might take you four hours and forty five minutes. It doesn't matter how long it takes you, that's the difference in personality and style. Yeah. But it does matter that you're disciplined in doing it. Yeah. In studying in that sense, and so I'll tell you how I study for my group, and and it sort of brings up the difference in how you lead your groups too. But the way I study in my group is basically I operate my group time much like a facilitator, and I do this for one reason: by by calling and giftedness, I'm a preacher. All right, if I go into a small group and I begin to teach, I'm going to preach. Yeah, that's just who I am. And so if I allow myself to start diving in in that way, I'll be 35 minutes in and have preached a sermon. And that's not what they're designed for. And so as a group leader, what I do is I facilitate studies. And I can give insight to that. I I might have some knowledge to that or some sort of preaching topic to that that may take a few minutes and that's wonderful but it also keeps me focused and so like this Thursday is our young couples group and on Tuesday which is today Tuesday evening or Wednesday morning maybe Wednesday morning just because of this week and how it's going I will sit down watch the study take out the leader guide and I will start to remove things from the leader guide I don't love and add in things that I do love based off of the Bible study that I do and so I will take the main passage from the study I will take the meat from the study guide and then I will work in what I've studied from that passage into what is left from the study guide once I removed what I think is not very valuable for the context of my group. And that's how I've done small groups for me for a long time. And uh, I would describe that more of a facilitator type of led small group compared to, and when I think about me as a facilitator, your group, for instance, is more of a discussion-based small group. So talk about that for a couple minutes. Uh, well, the
0: first I think the what people who are leading a group or potentially would want to lead a group what they struggle with probably is well what do we talk about? I mean, what do I teach on? Yeah. You know, that's hard. That's hard for someone to identify that. And so that's why at Connect Church we've we've given you guys a set of tools uh through Right Now Media. Not only, not only is Right Now Media a a great resource for families. You know, that they can watch stuff together as families or whatever, or, you know, on your own personal Bible study time. But there are tons of uh, plans on there, and it's really easy. Just go to, you know, infocc.org. You hear us talk about that website all the time at church yeah. infocc.org. But you go to that website, scroll all the way down, go to Bible Study Tools. It's the last block on InfoCC. And right there, you have the instructions on how to uh, get signed up on Right Now Media. And of, Right Now Media has hundreds and hundreds of video-based discussions if, if your group is the style that goes to a home and sits down and you like, here's this video, guys. Now, let's talk about the video. Uh, so that that's one option um, as far as talking about what do I study. Now, as far as what my group does, before I even establish my group, I have a lot of... My, my group is focused towards young men in their 20s and a lot of the times, people in their 20s and the young men, they don't really know why they believe what they believe. Uh, and so what we do is we look at topical-based things. I literally just come up with a topic. And so when I study, I research that topic through the power of the Internet. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> He
1: Googles it. That's what he's trying literally, to say. He Googles I mean, it.
0: <laughs> this is where... Because of the internet, we really have little excuse these days to not know something. And I know that sounds crazy, but people will say, man, why do we believe what we believe about baptism, Pastor Zach? It's like, well, did you Google it? I mean, because it's on
1: it's on the internet. Used to give them a Baptist faith and message two thousand. Now it's like just you know, it's on the internet, man. I
0: mean, you're telling me that you use the internet to learn how to change out your uh, oil, your oil on your car on YouTube, but you
1: didn't. (laughs) It's like the trust. My wife went into labor. I had to learn how to deliver a baby. So (laughs) I just googled it. But how do we? uh, What do we do about baptism?
0: It's great, Uh, but. Yeah, there's a couple of great websites that I use when I... When it's so like, for example, um, we studied last semester, I, we did this thing where I came up with this, this statement, and I would say, true or false, and you tell me true or false and why. Uh, one of them was, salvation begins when a person puts their faith in Jesus. Right. True or False. It's like, ooh, because yeah. when you say true, it's like, well, but doesn't God initiate salvation? Right. You know, it's like, it's a re- it's a really like kind of tricky question. You know, it's like, yeah. but it's 50 fifty fifty. So you think it'd be easy, you know? Yeah. But it, we have fun with with stuff like that. We yeah. we did talk about why why do we believe in baptism? We talked about that. We talked about, um, we talked about abortion one yeah. time. Like, why do we believe what we believe? about those topics. And it's a very open, honest discussion time where we look at both sides of the argument. We look at the pros and the cons for both arguments. And then we go, this is why I... As a pastor of Connect Church, line up with this side of the argument.
1: Right. Yeah, and you help your you help your guys sort of learn how to think through these things. Exactly, so what's the benefit of that? You learn how to you learn how to discuss and communicate and think through these issues that they face every single day and facing their own spiritual walks in life. You know, and yeah. and that's why it's so beneficial. And yeah, it's like iron sharpening iron—that old
0: statement. You know, yeah, that's really absolutely. what it is. We just it, sometimes in our society we're so afraid. To talk about things honestly and openly, and that is what my group is set up for at Cracker Barrel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you can't have a good, open, honest discussion at Cracker Barrel, where can where you know, can you? I mean, <laughs> you probably spin. You think about that. It's it's for your group. It's about knowing where you're starting. Yes, you don't even have. You don't really know where you're going to end. No, but
0: you I know mean, where you're starting. Well, I know where. Like as far as my group's setting goes, I have to know. First of all, what am I going to talk about as far as what topic am I going to talk about? So, let's say, okay, uh, baptism. Okay, so what does the Bible say about baptism? Right? That's my first, okay, then I I just go through the set of questions that that I ask myself, what does the Bible say about it? Well, you know, some people believe that you don't have to be baptized for salvation. Some people believe that you do have to be baptized for salvation okay well why do they believe those things right and and so it really boils down to as far as what I do I utilize a lot of the internet there's a couple of websites that I use that I recommend is uh blueletterbible.com yep. it's a great great website that has free commentaries uh interlinear interlinear concordi- concordances and all that yeah. stuff. Um, it, it shows you the Greek word and where they're all found. Like, Blue Letter Bible, it's all free. Wonderful yeah. resource. And then I also use a website called uh, GotQuestions, uh, I believe, .org. Um, GotQuestions.org. Let me just type that in make sure. Yeah, yeah, GotQuestions.org. They have a wonderful uh, website that basically people who have asked questions— uh they even have their top twenty most asked questions oh, about cool. the Bible. Yeah. And uh for example, um number sixteen, what does the Bible say about gambling? Is gambling a sin? So you
1: just click on that article? Not if you win. Not if you, know you win that. and tie it to the church. <laughs> yeah, that's <right>. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> as long as you give ten percent, you can
1: <laughs> is it sin if you you know if you don't get caught? I mean it's, it's... I
0: exactly yeah. Um but uh but yeah so that's something that i use a lot as gotquestions.org uh these are some tough questions that they for the most part every answer that i've read that they've given has been biblically sound and i have never gone i really vehemently disagree with that with them saying that it's been a very right. good resource for me gotquestions.org so cool. as far as what i do i you need to know though, your basic talking points um whether that's a point that you're like you're trying to get through through a passage of scripture um, or a question that you start with that's what mine is like I start with a question uh, and then you need to know your own personal answer and why that's really like what you're saying kind of know the beginning and know the end where you're
1: going to end up at least so you can kind of and sometimes you don't ever end where you think you're going to end. The needs of the group can trump the desire of the leader. Yes when, yes, when somebody brings something up, and you know, for me, we talked about me as a facilitator, you as a discussion-based group. As you go into that, there's a lot of people who have like inductive Bible study. I mean, they're just diving in the Word of God, mm-hmm. and that's a wonderful thing. And, and obviously, that requires a little more time yeah. and energy and effort in, in how you study and set up that teaching. It's more people listening to you, and then maybe you work in some discussion. Maybe you don't. And Blue Letter Bible is a great resource for that kind of, yeah, of study. Just walking through the scriptures is uh, great. You know, I'll read you this, too. This is uh, one of my favorite things to do is go to WikiHow and see how they describe you know, how we do these things. Because if you ask the question to someone, well, how do you study the Bible? I get how to lead a group, <laughs> Justin. Like, Wiki all how. right, you're, you're, you do discussion. I can be a facilitator. <clears throat> I can dive in. So, like, how do I just study, study the Bible? All right. WikiHow. To study the Bible. I'm tapping this in, bro. Number one. This is always horrible, all right? But number one, plan your study. Set aside time (laughs) and place to study. Number two, get a good study Bible. (laughs) Plug for their favorite bookstore. Number three, study the Bible with an attitude of prayer. Number four, pray. Pray. (laughs) Number five Focus on the New Testament first Number six <laughs> Consider reading John first Wow <laughs> Number seven Pick out topics to study This is after you read With an attitude of prayer After you pray After you read the New Testament and After you read the book of John Then pick a topic to study How to brush teeth Buy uh, toothbrush Number one <laughs> Buy toothpaste <laughs> In studying techniques Use a dictionary Number two <laughs> Have a Bible notebook. Number three, highlight important stuff. Number four, use cross-references. Number five, follow the references in your study Bible that you bought through our suggested website. Number six... Keep a journal. Number seven. Get rid of your cell phone. <laughs> All right, I could go on and on about techniques, wow. but I think you get the point that we really don't know how to answer what seems to be a basic question: How do you study? Yeah. And Zach get, did a great job of giving a couple resources we could use. Another one that I'll suggest you use during your study is a website called Precept Austin. So P R E C E P T, Austin. And I believe it's com. I'm typing it as I'm talking just to make sure I send you to the right place. It's not com. Precept Austin. Precept dot Austin org. .org. So Precept Austin. I googled it and Austin. it came right .org. up. Yeah, you Google it comes right up. <laughs> what that website is is it gives you access to some of the greatest, and when I say some of, thousands of the greatest commentaries. And sermons and other study material that's been written around anything, both topic and scripture. So you could type in the search bar Romans 8. And when you type that in, it's going to pull up suggested resources for you. And it has tons of them. Basically, you may think, like, what's that software that pastors buy and spend thousands of dollars on so they can have access the hundreds of commentaries? Lagos. Lagos. Well, this website is a free that. Yeah, it's a free version of that for you to have incredible, incredible study material. And so Precept Austin is what I would suggest. The other thing I would tell you is this. I, personally, I use a, a system, a form in my own study that um, I call it. It's just very basic, just questions, observations, and answers. And I'm going to link in the show notes, if there are show notes, I'll find a way if there's you know to, to link that for you guys. Or
0: just email us. Or email yeah, us. Yeah, we can...
1: Yeah, and we'll, we'll say our emails at the end. If there, if you can't see them in the show notes because I might not be able to do that, you can email us, and I will send you a form that has boxes and it's already there. You put the date, and the scripture you're doing, or basically when you read a passage of scripture, you're going to be you're going to start by writing down every single observation you make. So, for instance, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. What did you observe? Okay, well, in the beginning, God created. That'd be an observation. Um, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's The, the whole sense is an observation. In the beginning. God created. Yeah. All right, so that's an observation. God is the one who created. Um, in the beginning, God was there. Mm-hmm. That would be an observation. So literally, as you're studying and just reading Scripture, whatever which, which Scripture you're on, you are just writing down every single thing you observe, mm-hmm. everything. Silly, not silly, whatever it is. Everything you observe, you write it down. The second thing you do is you begin to write down questions, and many of your questions come from your observations. So you may observe... Uh, well, in the beginning, God created the heavens of the earth. What are the heavens? What are the heavens? Yeah. How did God create? Mm-hmm. Right? You've not read the rest yet, but you just start writing. If that's where it ended, you know, and then you read later, God spoken into existence. You know, God saw it and called that it was and called it good. He separated it. He did all of these things in creation. Whereas you begin observing what he did, or whatever passage you're studying, you develop questions that go alongside that, and you take your questions and you begin to seek out answers. So here are my observations about this this passage of scripture, which lead me to these questions, and now I'm gonna go seek out these answers. Hmm. And that's a way that I say the Word of God that has really helped me progress. Scriptures that I've read for years and years, it's been built into me from my family or churches that I grew up in, that I begin learning new things from those passages because I begin to observe things I've never observed before, and I had questions because of that that I found answers to. Yeah. And and I could do the same passage over and over again and observe different things and have different questions. Yep. So based off of where my mind's at or my life's at and things like that, so it's a really wonderful way. And so, if you don't see that in the show notes, I have a form that's that's just a, a document that you are free to have and use to help you do that. If you don't want to write that out yourself, that way it looks clean and simple. You can email me at Justin at connect dot com or you can email Pastor Zach at pastorzach. That's p a
0: s t o r z a c at Connect Church PF P is in Paul F is in Frank. dot com dot com Yes, awesome. A couple other things just before we finish. I don't know how much time we're, we're at, but we're over. Of we're course, good. shocker. Shock. Uh, a couple other things when you're talking about study, especially when you start studying scripture, context yeah is so so important. Never just take a verse, just pluck a verse out of a book. And establish your entire theology around that one verse. Right. This is what people do with song lyrics that are written today. Uh, I'm in a worship leaders group on Facebook. And very often, these songs that are written, they will pluck out one verse or one, one, one set of uh, one lyric line, one of Elevation's new written songs that says, I am the righteousness of God. That's what the line says. Yeah. And there's this whole 300 comment long thing about how is that correct and all, all this stuff. And in the context of the song, the line before that says, how great the power of the, of the blood, I am the righteousness of God. Right. So what it's saying is because of Christ and what he's done, I'm the righteousness of God, which is exactly out of 2 Corinthians. Right. And so everyone just plucked that one line out. And based the whole That whole... That's just the wrong... Quick question.
1: Sloppy wet kiss. What's that have to do with theology?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know okay. about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. That's uh, How He Loves Us. For anyone who doesn't know what song title that comes from. <laughs> the original version of How He Loves. Um, and so also context is very important. Make sure that you read around the verse, not just the one verse. Read around it. Try to dig in. And then if you if you use commentaries... Through these resources that were that we shared through uh, Precept Austin, Austin yep. or Blue Letter Bible, always use more than one commentary. Right, so, because the commentary is not infallible. Yeah,
1: it's right? not the Bible. It's
0: not the Bible. It's an opinion. It's an opinion on the Bible. So use multiple commentaries. That way, you aren't just depending on one person's perspective yeah. of what this verse means. Yeah, it's a good
1: point. For, for Pastor Zach, what he's saying for him is, is context is king, which is for sure main Bible study principle. For me, I would also add in there that consistency is also incredibly mm-hmm. important. If you get your context right, if it's consistent with the rest of the Word of God, if it's consistent through the Word of God and it's in context, and you know it's true. Yes. You don't have to worry about it. And yes. so that's great. Before we sign off, Pastor Zach, favorite website or Bible study tools? My favorite,
0: oh, I, I've just got to go with those two I mentioned. I can't pick one. It's like 1A and 1A. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a Blue Letter Bible. com, and GotQuestions.org. All right, for me, PreceptAustin.org. And then the uh, what I call QOAs, questions, observations, and answers. And so if you want that form, you can email one of us. Man, thank you for hanging in here for 25 minutes talking about studying the Word of God. Man, be passionate about it. Let it impact your heart and life. It still penetrates like a two-edged sword. It still is what God uses and has given us so that we could hear from Him and have His direction in our life. And so uh, know that the power of God lives in you, but also speaks to you through the Word of God. And so, um, man, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week on the Small Talk Podcast.